everyone. How are you? Welcome to this amazing Monday that we've all been so blessed to see. We have a show for you today. I am so proud of all the Remar nurses who have tested and passed. You're next. Your NCLEX is coming up next. So before we get started, we will be talking about our topic today, which is bam, gestational diabetes. We got to get into this. You know, diabetes is a very common occurrence, whether you're going to be working in maternity or med surge or wherever you find yourself in nursing. So we got to know about it for our nursing license. Come on in, everybody. But I want to give you an update. Oh, here's an, here's an update. Uh, good morning, Nurse Regina. I took my NCLEX on Friday and I passed. Had to believe and trust the process. I saw a lot of people passing and I claimed it. Like Mark said, you have to believe. Indeed, indeed. Who's believing this morning, this afternoon, this evening, wherever you are from, that you will be successful in your pursuits. Wow. Um, congratulations. Hey, uh, Christy. Uh, hi, everyone. I'm back. I just passed my NCLEX last week on Wednesday, July 12th. Good luck to everyone. Monday motivation across the nation. Let me know where you're from. Um, is there anybody else that wants to bust in with a testimonial? This is the way you want to start your week, actually, knowing that people who are walking alongside of you are getting it done, getting it done. Okay, so while we are saying congratulations, thank you, everyone. While we're saying congratulations, I just want to acknowledge that I did some work in V2 for you guys. So I want to give you those updates. The first one is that we have a new calendar in V2, guys, we have a new calendar. So I want to just show you where it is and I want to show you the updates that are on your V2 calendar. Okay, so I'm gonna go into the V2 just quickly. And um, if you go to your, here we go. If you go to your, um, your left-hand panel, your file vault, okay? This is where you find your V2 calendar and you click course resources, okay? You click on course resources, your course will pop up registered nurse, and then you go to your daily study calendar, the new calendar will be there. And I just wanna show you guys the, um, the features of the new calendar. Let me open it up. Scanning, 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 um, and let's open it up. So on our new calendar, you guys will see that um, the, the structure of the calendar is about the same. So you're still watching reading and answering. But what I've done for every study session, I've put the video as an optional challenge for you guys. I also, um, I think I said, like I put the 30 day challenge video. That's not also it. Hold on. And then when you scroll down, okay, so you're still watching your subjects, you're reading, you're doing the, um, the answering. Okay. And then at the end of, uh, oh no, at the beginning of your quick facts, when you start doing quick facts sessions, I have here the stuff that you're supposed to be studying in your quick facts book, okay? I've also incorporated the cultural considerations. So when we start learning about our different cultures is in here, okay? Cultural considerations and your medications are in here now. Also at the end, we have our religious considerations are now in here. And then we have our CAT exams, okay? So once the coursework is complete, it's time to do the computer adaptive tests in V2. And the CAT exam uh, is found in the question bank of V2. So this is when you're gonna be taking your CAT exams here for you. And then also don't forget the success journey. So please go and download your new study calendar if you are, okay, if you are um, in V2 and you're studying with my program. Another thing is I have added a topic to Quick Facts, right? And instead of making like, you know, ugh, a, a whole new book, I just added the page in the Quick Facts file of V2. So I'm going to show you where you can get any updates, any information that I want to put in this book, I put it in the V2 for you guys who have it. So let me um, let me show you where that is. All right. And so if you go to your file vault again, you go, um, you can go back to course resources. All right. Um, registered nurse or practical nurse. If you go to Quick Facts Next Gen mm -hmm, and just click on Quick Facts Next Gen, 
anything that I put in here um, that is new about Quick Facts, you will find for NextGen here. So um, download this beta blockers page. Okay, download this beta blockers page for me. Uh, let me make sure I give it access here. Okay. And let's see if I have it. Let me download it again. There we go. Scanning it and it'll open up here because I want to show you there just there was information. A student had questioned about beta blockers and we answered it. But then I thought every everybody probably will want to know this. If one person asked, then they all ask. So here, let's just open up the beta blocks document. And it looks a lot like it would if it was in quick facts. All right. So the examples of beta blockers, the indication is here, the action is here, the effects are here. Contraindications for beta blockers, guys. Of course, we know we're going to hold it if the heart rate is less than 60. Beta blockers may also block the signs of low blood sugar or hypoglycemia. So that's why we use them in cautious with diabetic patients. Um, beta blockers can increase cholesterol. Beta blockers can make COPD and asthma worse. The antidote for beta blockers is glucagon. So if you didn't know that, mark it down. Also, there are other beta blockers that end in, um, that don't end in OLOL. So you have to still recognize labetalol and carvedilol as beta blockers, okay? So do me a favor, use V2, use V2 in its totality. Don't just use parts of it. All, everything that I have made is for you guys to learn faster and you'd have everything that you need, okay? All right, so those are the two updates to the V2 that I wanted to share with you. And I'm really excited about being able to do that. So let's go into our topic for today, which is gestational diabetes, gestational diabetes. So we're going to get into it right now, right now. So when we talk about gestational diabetes, hi, everyone, this refers to hyperglycemia or an elevated blood glucose level in a woman who is pregnant, okay? And this is very important because previously, when we talk about gestational diabetes, the idea is the, the patient did not have a problem with hyperglycemia. Okay, she did not have a problem with hyperglycemia. So now we have an issue where, okay, our patient now is pregnant. And on top of being an acute, you know, of having an acute condition like pregnancy, now they have hyperglycemia on top of it. So what do we need to know about it? It's diagnosed for the first time during pregnancy. Also, it, it can occur normally and it goes away after delivery. So it can occur any time of pregnancy, but it is more frequent during the second and the third trimester, okay? The second and the third trimester. So what is the cause of gestational diabetes? What do you need to know for NCLEX? So for you, there is no established etiology, okay? There is no established etiology of GDM, but there are a few theories on why it occurs. The first one, of course, is just changes in hormone levels. Hormone levels change during pregnancy, um, and it makes it more challenging to metabolize blood sugar efficiently, all right? So when this happens, a lot of maternity issues you catch in the antenatal, uh, in the antenatal phase of pregnancy, right, before the baby is actually delivered. I was studying med surge last night, and I was just looking at uh, women women's reproductive issues. Endometriosis is something that is very similar but different to gestational diabetes mellitus. It happens because of people don't know, but like it happens because of the hormones, the hormonal changes that women go through that can cause this tissue lining to start growing where it's not supposed to. So, when we think about the principles for NCLEX, we really should be thinking very broad topics, very broad topics. So hormonal changes in women can cause what? It can cause endometriosis. It can cause gestational diabetes during pregnancy. It can cause menopause. But understanding that the very basis of it is some hormone hormones, all right? So let's think about very large concepts when we are talking about NCLEX. Now, 
the risk factors. The risk factors are a woman who is older than 40 years old. So age, age is a risk factor. And this is multifactorial when we talk about gestational diabetes mellitus. Obesity or being overweight. Lack of physical activity or a sedentary lifestyle. Right? Think about this because we will be doing questions at the end of this. Being diagnosed with gestational diabetes in a previous pregnancy. Being diagnosed with polycystic ovary syndrome. Very common. Having diabetes in one direct family. Having previously given birth to a baby who weighed over nine pounds. All right, gestational diabetes symptoms. But wait, I got to pause for the cause because I do have some um, testimonials coming in. And this is what I'm talking about, guys. The investment will pay off while you're doing the work. So over 300 of you are here. I want these for you too. Um, so Abel says, hello, everyone. I just passed my NCLEX RN after a long strip. Abel is a scammer. <laughs> anybody, let me see something. Anybody that gets on a broadcast and says, DM me for tips. Let me go. This is my, okay, here's my scammer. Here's my scammer public service announcement. Okay, so you guys are in a field where people know, number one, or people assume nursing students have money. People assume nursing students have money because you go through nursing school, you buy things like scrubs and stethoscopes. Now, I don't know if this is true or not, but this is what people think about nursing students. They also know that passing the NCLEX is a very serious uh, milestone in order for you to work. So there are so many people coming into our space of nursing education, offering you fake help. Okay, offering you fake help. Anybody that has to say, DM me, WhatsApp me, um, anybody that is using other people's testimonials or other people's platforms to get customers is a scammer. And this is very important because I get private messages all the time when people are saying, hey, there's this person, they have your picture and they're trying to sell me 300 questions. Okay. So be very, 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 uh, be very careful about how you guys are getting your preparation for this exam. Because if you got a dollar, trust me, there is somebody that will, will say, I, I got something for you. All right scammers. Okay, let me let me look for it. Now I got to vet the testimonials. I need real people who used Remar to come on here and say that they passed because people have questions. All right, they want to know. Okay, so let's see. Um, okay, here we go. Nurse Tania, congratulations. Hi, I passed my NCLEX on Thursday, June 13th. I've been using Remar for NCLEX since 2018 for LPN and RN, and the new quick facts helped me a lot. I had a lot of farm, but the teaching was straight from Quick Facts. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Officially, Remar Nurse, God bless you. Good luck to the other ones. And I'll just say this too. I get a lot of people who, um, actually, I did a TikTok video of a nurse who said that she didn't realize how much teaching was on the NCLEX RN, okay? She didn't realize how much teaching is on the NCLEX RN. So please make sure that you guys are prepared with the content, for the um, the RN education and the PNs too, the PNs too. I definitely would say the PNs. All right, now let's go back into it. All right, here we go. So when we are talking about the symptoms, symptoms for gestational diabetes, they're frequently asymptomatic. So look at it. When you talk about a pregnant woman and the pregnant woman is in their second or third trimester, she's saying urinary frequency. Okay, um, nausea, thirst, tiredness. Well, those are all the symptoms that you would have if you were pregnant too. So uh, gestational diabetes may sneak under the crack, right? However, if a client is at moderate risk for gestational diabetes, she would most likely have to have a screening test between 24 and 28 weeks of pregnancy. And I think, and you guys can... Um, fact check me, but I think that every woman is going to be getting that screening, um, whether you are an older age or a younger age. And um, my pregnancies didn't start until 30 and after. So I always was, was considered like a geriatric pregnancy. But just let me know just for field testing. If you were like a younger mom, maybe like 20, 22, 
I don't know if did they still do the gestational diabetes. Is it for everybody or is it just for risk factors? Let me know. All right. Um, so it says here that if the client is at a high risk of diabetes, the healthcare practitioner may perform a diabetes screening early in pregnancy, most likely during the first prenatal period. So yes, they did. I was 21 and yes, they checked. I was 19. Okay. Thank you guys so much. See, I knew it. I knew I could ask. We have a community of nurses from all over, but it, it is just interesting because, you know, you wonder if certain doctors have certain preferences, whether they just look at you and say, nah, you probably don't need it. You don't have the risk factors or they say, Hey, everybody gets it. So yes, everyone. All right. Um, and I know we even have nurses who are not from the United States and how, how they're treated too. Okay. And I like that. Stacy says in Cameroon, it's routine and systematic too. Yes. Things are ever changing, ever evolving. Amazing. Thank you guys for sharing in the comments, uh, giving us your, um, giving us your, your, your experiences here. That's how we learn. That's how we are culturally competent and we learn. All right. I like that too. In Ghana, in Ghana, it's a routine test too. Perfect. All right. So the diagnosis, how do they come about the glucose challenge test or the glucose tolerance test? Glucose tolerance test, glucose challenge test. These are the ones. And I'm just going to put it on the screen because I love my international nurses and I love what y'all contribute. Okay, so the glucose challenge test, the client will consume a sweet liquid and the blood test will be performed after an hour to evaluate the blood sugar level. The doctor will perform a glucose tolerance test if the blood sugar is elevated. So the glucose challenge test is the one that you need to know for NCLEX. It is the first one done. This is the one that most pregnant women are going to come in contact with where you do have to drink a very, it's a, it's a high glucose load, right? It is a liquid. It tastes to me like a Sprite, a little bit sweeter, a little bit thicker than a Sprite. And you have to, um, you have to not eat. You have to drink that Sprite. And then they will check your, um, they will check your blood glucose a little bit later, an hour later to see how you have processed that glucose, right? All of that glucose, because it's a huge glucose load on your system. So can your body handle it or will your blood sugars be through the roof, right? And so if you have not studied the glucose challenge test, you need to just spend some time, look it up. If you didn't learn about it in nursing school or you've been out of school for a long time, please look this one up, okay? And there's comments in the screen too of people saying it tasted like different things to them. Uh, the glucose tolerance test. So for the glucose tolerance test, this happens if your challenge test fails or if you have an abnormal result, an oral glucose tolerance test is performed if the challenge test findings are abnormal. So before the tolerance test, the client will fast for eight hours. Blood will be drawn before one, two, and three hours after the client consumes the sweet liquid. The tolerance test can confirm a gestational diabetes diagnosis, okay? A gestational diabetes diagnosis. So you see the tolerance test is a little bit more involved. You're getting... Um, you're getting your blood drawn more frequently, and it is looking for a confirmation. So just know the difference between those two. This was just the introduction to that. Medications or how we're going to treat this condition. So lifestyle modifications. Now, losing weight during pregnancy is normally discouraged by doctors since it can harm the developing baby. But the healthcare practitioner can assist in determining what weight gain should be, you know, based on the client's pre-pregnancy weight. So it, it, it just is, if you are overweight or if you have, yeah, if you're, basically if you're overweight and you're going to be having issues with your blood sugar, then there is 
a direction usually to try to gain a, a, a little amount of weight as possible because the more that your diet is uncontrolled, then the more what that your baby is going to probably be coming in contact with, right? And this is what makes the babies grow so big. What is it that makes the babies grow so big in gestational diabetes? What are they, what are they um, producing? What are they coming in contact with? That actually makes you gain a lot of weight. They might know what it is. Okay. Also, I'm going to move on and look for the comments on the screen. Blood, blood sugar or blood glucose monitoring. So while pregnant, blood sugar levels should be checked four or more times each day, first thing in the morning and after meals to ensure they remain within a healthy range. And then medications. If diet and exercise aren't enough to keep blood sugar levels under control, doctors may prescribe oral medicines or insulin Okay, to manage gestational diabetes. So yeah, so here's the thing. Yes, if you're if the blood sugar levels are out of control, your baby will definitely come into contact with more glucose, right? And as a result of it, the body is going to try to produce more what? More what is going to control the glucose in the mother and in the baby? The insulin insulin. And so insulin, what it does is, yes, it sucks up all the glucose, but then we know that that glucose is going to be stored and turn into fat. That's what happens. And so we see that when we put patients on insulin, they begin to have a lot of weight gain. They begin, it's like the opposite of what you really want to happen. And so for the babies, the babies grow big, and big and big. Now, the misconception is for us, you know, and for and for people who are not nurses, when we see a big, juicy, plump baby, what do we say about that baby? When we see a baby and it is big and healthy and it got like fat cheeks and rolls and big thighs, we say, oh, that baby is so what? What do we say about that baby? Yes, the baby is cute. Yes, the baby is chubby, but we say, oh, that's a healthy looking baby. Look at that baby right there. That is a healthy boy, right? However, in macrosomnia, the baby comes out and it's 10 pounds. It's 11 pounds. Yeah, it's cute, it's cute and it's chubby, but it's not very healthy. It's not very healthy. It has a problem with the insulin production. It has a problem with glucose um, most of the time, what the lungs are not developed. Most of the time, you know, this is a sick baby. This is not a healthy, chubby baby. And so, um, and then when we have a baby that's nine or 10 pounds, what type of delivery are we more than likely looking at? What's the safest delivery for that baby? Cesarean section, right? Because that baby could injure itself injure the mother if it's a vaginal delivery. So there's so many complications. Having a gestational diabetic mother is a huge deal. It's a big deal. And I don't know if we take the seriousness of it into complete effect. Um, so African-American women with gestational diabetes during pregnancy, this is an acute patient. She should be handled as an acute patient, meaning any changes in symptoms, go to that mother's room, take care of that mother, period. Okay, we need more of that. Um, so when we talk about the baby, the baby respiratory issues, and that may be um, intellectual disabilities. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a sick baby. Um, this is a this is a very uh, very important topic. Maternity in the African-American community, maternal care, um, in minority communities, we need to make sure that we are evaluating these mothers as acute patients, because they are, all right? Okay, let's get into it. Uh, and so we are talking about insulin having to be used to manage gestational diabetes. And gestational diabetes is a serious condition because that insulin is going to make that baby's head and baby's body and baby's arms and baby's legs grow, grow, grow very large. 
very large. Congratulations, uh, Nurse Henrietta. She says, hi, Regina. I passed NCLEX on Thursday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for letting me know. Um, another great comment here is Tiaria. Am I saying that right? Um, was brother was 10 pounds and had intellectual disability. So we're talking about the acuteness of the baby. All right. Um, the head can get stuck, causing the brain to be affected. Blue baby, blue baby birth or shoulder dystocia. Yes. Shoulder dystocia. All right. Um, professor, please. Does this explanation mean all babies who fall within that weight are not healthy? Uh, no. So I am specifically talking about a um, I'm specifically talking about gestational diabetes in terms of the clinical presentation of the baby, all right? I'm sure that they are moms who don't have blood sugar issues and they grow big babies. And I'm not just saying just because a baby is big, I'm talking specifically about this particular case, okay? Because yes, there are some babies that are probably born that are nine pounds or 10 pounds. I have, you know, one of uh, one of Team Remar, I know for a fact she was 10 pounds when she was born because her mom talks about it all the time. She's a healthy baby. She's a healthy, you know, healthy, just graduated from college. So it, it is specific to these babies. Okay. Okay. All right. And let me see. Sharice, uh, I must have didn't miss it. Hi, Regina. I passed two using V2. Thank you. I commented earlier, but I guess you missed it. I definitely did. I definitely did. So congratulations, Sharice. Thank you for coming on. All right. Okay. Now let's get back into it. We are going on to talk about complications for the baby. So before we got into the formal slide, I prepped it. So we have excessive birth weight. Macrosomnia refers to a baby who is significantly larger than average, okay? Premature early birth, high blood sugar levels may raise the risk of premature labor and delivery before the scheduled delivery. So if the baby is big, an early delivery may be advised, okay? Um, and severe respiratory problems, as someone had mentioned, Babies delivered prematurely may suffer from respiratory distress syn uh, syndrome. This can occur when the baby's lungs do not contain adequate surfactant. Surfactant is a protein that prevents the lungs, tiny air sacs from collapsing. Okay. Okay. Low blood sugar. So if a baby is used to having an extra supply of uh, glucose in their body when they are born, um, Shortly after birth, newborns may develop low blood sugar or hypoglycemia. And so severe hypoglycemia episodes can result in seizures in the newborn. Obesity and type 2 diabetes later in life. So babies are more likely to develop obesity and type 2 diabetes if they were exposed to this condition in utero. And then still stillbirth, where is untreated gestational diabetes can cause a baby's death before or during, before or after birth, okay? Complications for the mom, preeclampsia and hypertension. So we know preeclampsia. I talk about it, um, you know, I talk about it a lot. Preeclampsia and hypertension, gestational diabetes increases the risk of high blood pressure and preeclampsia a life-threatening pregnancy complication that results in high blood pressure and other symptoms that can endanger both the mother and the baby's life. Do not go into NCLEX without understanding preeclampsia. Having a C-section, surgical delivery. If the mother has gestational diabetes, she is more likely to undergo a C-section. So we already covered why that is and diabetes in the future. This is something that is real. Having gestational diabetes during pregnancy, even if you did not have problems with hyperglycemia before, if you get it during your pregnancy, it, it absolutely increases your chance of not only getting it again, but the client is also more likely to develop type 2 diabetes mellitus in the future. All right. 
Okay, time for our NCLEX questions. So this is where we just look at questions, um, all difficulty levels, and we just see if we have understood the content that was presented to us. So question number one. Oh, we didn't do the bonus question yet. Oh, let me... Um, let me do the first question. Here's the first question here, and then I'll give you guys our goal number for the bonus question. All right, here's our first question. 24-year-old Prima Gravita client visits the clinic for a regular prenatal consultation. The primary care physician ordered screening for gestational diabetes. Which diagnostic procedures will most likely be ordered by the doctor? Okay, and it's just one here. So primary screening order for gestational diabetes. Is it a 24-hour urine collection, the glucose challenge test, hemoglobin A1C, or a random glucose test? Where do you guys think it is going to be? Put your comments on the screen. This is how we determine if we understand the content that was introduced, okay? All levels, all, all stages of nursing, come on in. We welcome you right now. We're in class. Okay. And we got 305 people watching. We got 77 likes. Let's get to 150. Correct answer is the glucose challenge test. The glucose challenge test is number two. This is number two, guys. The glucose challenge test is a screening test that indicates a higher risk of gestational diabetes. This screening test is a standard part of prenatal care. So everybody gets it no matter where you are. And even if you're in a different country, you will be getting this glucose challenge test. So that is amazing to know. Um, hey, Remar, I just got my Quick Facts book in Zambia. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much for letting us know international nurses represent here. Hit the like button, guys. Um, we got 77 likes. We're going to 150 on YouTube. Going to 150 on YouTube. Let's get back into it. Next question is this. The nurse discusses the possibility of gestational diabetes for a pregnant woman, for pregnant women. Which statement is true about the possible cause of gestational diabetes? Number one, changes in hormone levels. Two, too much sugar cravings. Three, it is normal for prima gravita. Four, only occurs to those who have a history of diabetes. We are setting the groundwork for gestational diabetes here. Come on in, put your answers on the screen. You should be feeling really good right now. I'm looking for two for two at this point. Two for two at this point. Correct answer is number one, hormone levels change during pregnancy, making it more challenging for the body to metabolize blood sugar efficiently. And I am going on to the next question here. Ah, the client with gestational diabetes asked the nurse if her condition will cause any complications for the baby. What is the term to describe a newborn with excessive birth weight? Number one, giganticism. Two, obesity. Three, macrosomia. Four, polyhydranemios. Here we go. Which one? And yeah, welcome. Welcome, Jane. It's your first time here. We do this every Monday. Glad to have you here. Comments on the screen. Remar nurses from all over on a Monday, getting it done, getting it done this Monday. We got 108 likes, only 42 more. If you have not liked this video on Facebook, head over there so we can unlock the bonus question. Correct answer is number three, fetal macrosomia. We talked about it. It refers to a significantly larger newborn than normal. A baby is diagnosed with fetal macrosomia. All right. And if she, he or she weighs more than eight pounds, 13 ounces. Wow. Despite the gestational age, despite the gestational age. Here we go. Correct answer is there. I am moving on, moving on. This is our next question. The client 
with gestational diabetes delivers her baby via cesarean section at 30 weeks gestation. The newborn suffers from respiratory distress syndrome and is monitored at the neonative intensive care unit. Which of the following causes newborn respiratory distress syndrome? Number one, decreased blood sugar. Two, insufficient surfactant. Three, decreased oxygen exchange. Four, and acute infection. Mm-hmm. This is good. This is a really great question. I just want to point out, I'll point it out after you guys put the answers on the screen, but we're talking about here, you have to look at the context clues that are given. Have to look at the context clues that are given. We got 121 on our goal to 150. You got one, you got like 10 seconds to get these likes up. We need 30 more. Let's go. Let's go. Like that video on YouTube to unlock our bonus question. So I just want to talk about this one. The correct answer, let me see. Most of you guys are putting it down. So the correct answer is number two, insufficient surfactant, okay? Babies delivered prematurely may suffer from respiratory distress syndrome. Now, I just want to go back because when we talk about, look here, and this is how people don't pass NCLEX, is because when we talk about, if we're just looking at respiratory distress syndrome, there are some things that can cause respiratory distress syndrome, and then there are some clinical symptoms of respiratory distress symptom. symptom. That's, that's a different thing. So the choices here are number one, decreased blood sugar. Mm, can it cause respiratory distress syndrome? Uh, probably not, probably not, right? Insufficient surfactant absolutely can cause respiratory distress syndrome. Decrease oxygen exchange. Is decreased oxygen exchange a cause or a symptom? Is that like a cause or is that a clinical sign? Because this is where you get into the nuances of critical thinking. This is where you get into not being, uh, not being led astray by distractors, okay? An acute infection. Can an acute infection cause respiratory distress syndrome? Okay. Can an acute infection cause respiratory distress syndrome? Absolutely. It absolutely can cause respiratory distress syndrome. We know that. All right. So when you're taking your NCLEX, expect multiple, multiple answers to apply and multiple answers to be correct. You have to go in there knowing that. This is not a, and this is um this is a video that I did on TikTok where the, the lady said, I failed the NCLEX because I was expecting them to just give me signs and symptoms and pick which one is the correct answer, right? That's what she was expecting. We have to be able to go beyond that and be able to process multiple correct answers multiple correct answers. If I'm just talking about respiratory distress syndrome, an infection can cause that, right? Trauma can cause that to a baby. Insufficient surfactant can cause that. So there has to be more that NCLEX gives you. NCLEX, let me, this is a secret. <laughs> this is a Remar secret. NCLEX has to give you the answer. They have to give you they have to put you in a position to pick the right answer. The way they do that is by the way they do that is in the stem of the question. The way they do that is by what they write in the chart, what they write into the question. Because you guys are new nurses with no experience. So your skill set is not diagnosis. That's not your skill set. Your skill set is recognition, okay? So they have to give you the information so you to get the right answer. They have to. And so that's what I'm trying to train you guys to do, which is read, all right? That's why the questions in the V2 are long because you have to be able to pick out the context clues. 
The context clues are at the top. They're not at the bottom. What do we know about the patient? Gestational diabetes. What do we know about the patient? C-section schedule way early, way early, 30 weeks. That's it. That's the problem. That's it. So in the first sentence, you already know what the answer is. Okay? What's going to be causing the baby to have problems at 30 weeks? Don't even matter if it is respiratory distress syndrome or anything else. It could be anything else. But baby at 30 weeks, they don't have surfactant because that's not developed until later on, the final few weeks. So this isn't even a this isn't even a question about respiratory distress syndrome or gestational diabetes. This is a question about a baby born at 30 weeks. And it could be for whatever. We know that baby's going to have insufficient surfactant. All right. And so that's how you deduce to the right answer. All right. So you guys have to be able to, you got to be able to critically think. I'm trying to help you get there. You're doing your part by showing up. And so I want to say thank you for that. All right. Now, I want to say also, we didn't get to, we only need 10 more. Can somebody, can 10 more people, we got 140 likes. Can we just get 10 more people to like this video so we can move on? All right. Because I, I really, I've been stalling. I've been stalling to get there for you guys. I'm doing my part. Y'all got to do y'all part. Because per, the person watching this video is going to be like, what's taking so long? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm trying to give them, I want to show y'all the final question because it is, I think it's the most challenging, but <sighs> y'all don't want to help me out here. All right, let me check one more time. Do we have the one, do we have the 150? We got it. Okay, here we go. Next question is 157. Woo, we made it. All right, question is this. Question number five, the nurse discusses gestational diabetes in a prenatal class. Which of the following are risk factors for developing gestational diabetes? Select four that apply. So we go number one, 19 year old at first pregnancy. Two, family history of diabetes. Three, BMI of 34. Four, history of hypothyroidism. Five, Diagnosed with PCOS. Six, sedentary lifestyle. Here we go. This is a new question type you should be expecting on NextGen NCLEX, which is select a specific number that applies. Select a specific four. I love these questions. I think these are so much better than just select all that apply. The vagueness of that. How many? Is it one? Is it all of them? I can't stand those questions. I like this more. Four of these are right. Let's go. Two, three, four, six. I see a lot of different answers. I see somebody that's going to pick more than the four. More than the four, guys. We got we to gotta make sure for those of you that are picking three, for those of you who are picking two, Idris is telling me you guys are not reading clearly. Slow down and read. Slow down and read. You can pass NCLEX, but you got to take the test in front of you, not the one in your mind, okay? You got to take the test in front of you. There are four that are correct. This is light work here. If you came to the content review, then you know the correct answer. I ain't going to hold you. Two, three, five, and six. Two, three. Five and six. We're talking gestational diabetes here. So the following are the risk factors for that. More than 40 years old. Okay. Obesity. Being overweight. Lack of physical activity. Being diagnosed with gestational diabetes in a previous pregnancy. Okay. Being diagnosed with polycystic ovarian syndrome. Having diabetes in one's direct family. And having previously given birth to a baby who was over nine pounds. Okay, guys, how did you do? How did you do on today's content? How did you feel about today's content? But then also, how did you do on the questions after the content? Hi, my name is Professor Regina. And I am the leader of the Remar nurses here on planet Earth. 
I'm so happy that you joined us. Huh, I'm so happy that you joined us today. We do this every Monday. We do this every Wednesday. We do this Monday at noon. We do Wednesday at 9 p.m. And we're just going to keep doing it until the wheels fall off of this thing. All right. Because the goal is to help you pass your NCLEX. Now, don't go anywhere. Okay. Don't go anywhere because there's another part. Okay. There's another part of this experience that we have on Mondays called Monday motivation. And normally I try to just, mm, I try to give it to y'all so y'all just don't make mistakes. The sale, the sale is going on for, oh, well, the sale is going on to the end of the month for the V2. For those of you who don't have my V2 program, you got to get into it. Okay. It is amazing. It's phenomenal. I'm going to go into it a little bit later so you can see um, all these beautiful videos. And you know what? That brings me to that brings me to our Monday motivation. All right, but just keep this in mind. V2 is my full NCLEX review. If you have quick facts, you already have half of my program, but get into this lecture, get into this maternity content, get into the physiological integrity, prioritization, pharmacological therapies. It's all there for you. Just gotta have at it. But let me tell you this. This is our motivational topic today. Um, the high price of the discount. My, 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 my. Our motivational topic is the high price of the discount. And this is my own personal story. And it started like this. So four years ago, Mark and I, we moved into our house. It was our second house that we had lived in. So it was, you know, it was a nicer house. It was a little bit bigger. And we got this vacuum. I don't know if you guys ever heard of this vacuum, but it was the bomb. Okay. It was amazing. Have you ever heard of this vacuum before? I'm not sure. Um, it was the bomb. Okay. But it was also very expensive for a vacuum cleaner. I myself personally had never paid such a big price for a vacuum cleaner. Okay. <laughs> it's a Dyson. It it was a Dyson. And so this thing was the bomb. I mean, it was, it was like the perfect vacuum cleaner. It was like, man, I could pick it up and take it everywhere. And you guys know I have kids. I have like little kids. And so Oreo cookie crumbs, uh, the little fishes that they like to eat. What are they called? The little, um, the little, yellow, the little orange ones and stuff. No, not Swedish oh. fishes. The ones that they eat and they drop them everywhere, right? Ugh, this thing would get it up, no problems. It was like I could literally do the whole house with this this thing, right? And so it was an amazing, amazing gift. The goldfishes, yeah, the gold. Why had I forget the goldfishes? My kids love the goldfish, but they don't ever. They don't all make it into their mouths. They make it into everywhere else. So the thing was expensive, and it was four years of total amazing bliss with this Dyson vacuum cleaner. I loved it. So the worst thing happened last week, the vacuum, it stopped working. It broke, which I didn't think that it could. Like I just had the, like the highest amount of confidence that no matter how I abuse this thing, it, it broke. So what, then what happened is I had to go out and get a new vacuum cleaner. And there were so many different types of vacuums that when I, I got there, I'm like, I got to get the Dyson. But when I got there, there were all these other different vacuum cleaners. So I got down to, I got down to two choices. It was the Dyson and then it was a not a Dyson. Okay. It was two choices in front of me. It was the Dyson, which was really pricey. Like it, that, that's that price of that Dyson was so expensive. And, but I found another one that kind of looked the same and it said it did the same things. And so I made a big mistake and I made my choice based on just the price. Literally, I was like, why would I spend this amount? Why would I invest this amount when I can get the same thing for this price? I did not consider quality, the relationship or my time, because what happened to me is I brought that thing home. And number one, even though it was cheaper, 169, I spent more. I spent more time cleaning. This is my daughter. This is my youngest 
with the thing. And what I didn't even pay attention is that this thing now has a cord. It's a long cord that it stops me from cleaning where I want because now I have to consider where I'm going to plug this cord up. All right. The Dyson didn't have a cord attached to it. Right. But for the cheaper price, I all I got a cord. OK, I got a cord. Then also I got this thing that when I took the attachments off of it, they were not ready for cleaning. So I couldn't clean the way I was used to cleaning when I had the Dyson because now I had to go find parts to put on the thing so that it could actually do the work. So I paid one sixty nine, but I spent more in my time. I spent more guys. All right. Also, the the container for the cleaning thing was so small that it, I had to continually empty it because it filled up so much more quickly than my Dyson that I should have invested in. So this has been my experience, okay? Because when I was trying to save money, I ended up spending more. And when it comes to your NCLEX prep, I don't, I want to encourage somebody, don't just focus on the price alone, all right? Don't just focus on the price alone because you will spend more time studying if that content does not fit your learning style. You will end up spending more time preparing if you do not focus on, just like the vacuum cleaner, if you don't focus on quality, okay, quality of what you're getting. If you don't focus on a relationship, like are you trying to spend a lot of time, okay? Are you trying to have a quality relationship? Are you trying to have a, a meaningful experience, all right? Or your time, all right? Do you wanna be piecemealing stuff together? Do you wanna be looking and doing multiple things just to get what you require for your learning style? So again, it goes back to my content, with the scammers, you guys have a lot of choices out there, but I speak to you guys. What did I say? I said, this is the time where a lot of nursing students find out they did not pass NCLEX. They failed their NCLEX exam for whatever reason, okay? For whatever reason, you have to make sure that all of your bases are covered. Don't just focus on price when it comes to your NCLEX reviews. There's a ton of free stuff out there. There's a ton of free stuff. I know people that will sit and they will give you 300 free questions, all right? And the questions are free. So why wouldn't you take it? But you have to think about, is that really gonna be what I need? Do I need 300 rationales to read through? How long is that going to take me? What is the time investment? What is the time investment here, all right? And whenever you are investing in anything, you have to think about, the outcome should determine the investment. So your nursing license requires the greatest investment, the greatest investment of your time, of your money, of your attention, of your resources, because the outcome is life changing. Do not spend money focusing on just the price alone. All right, because that is a mistake that I did. And I'm telling you, I honestly regret it. Special interruption. Okay. Don't try to put me. What you? What are you gonna do? What you mean? What I'm gonna do? Not Mark coming from the background camera to to give a special interruption. What you mean? What is it? Oh, yay! That's right. Mark's birthday was uh, last Friday. Friday. His birthday was Friday, and we did a shout out. And I don't. Your birthday was Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Your, yeah so yeah, your yeah. birthday was Friday, and we did a special. Special, special. Mark is taking his moment to shine. We did a special, um, you know, we did a special post saying happy birthday. But this is very important because this is a big milestone for it's you. It's a big milestone. Yes, it is. So listen, this is a special interruption to the Monday motivation mm -hmm. because there's just so much motivation. Okay. Like there's just so much motivation in the room. Um, and so I'm watching this broadcast. And nurses are just coming on saying, yeah. yo, Professor Regina, hey, Professor Regina, I passed. Mm -hmm. uh, I passed on Thursday. I passed on Wednesday. Yep. I passed on Tuesday. I passed <laughs> last week. Yep, they did. And so I like to read all of the comments, mm -hmm. right? And so I, I just want to take a second uh, and for my birthday, uh, just to congratulate all of the Remar nurses that said they passed. Yeah. Right? Because uh, that's what we look for is your testimonial, right? Mm -hmm. And And the cool thing is this. Um, this is the like it's, we're going into the second week of July, 
Second right? week of July. Yeah, right? yeah. So a lot of these testimonies are coming from like the first week of July. But I think we're right? coming to the third eh, week. Of second, July. third week, it doesn't matter. So what matters though is why are we getting these many testimonials today? Like why? Because of what they did like a few weeks ago. Is what they did. Four weeks ago, mm-hmm. six weeks ago. What was four six weeks ago? What happened? Remar Nurse University. Remar Nurse University. It's so true, though. It's so true. Remar Nurse University mm-hmm. kicked off on uh, on May 29th. Yes. yes A lot yes, of yes. you guys said, you know what? I don't even need to wait until the end to see what it's like. I'm just going to go ahead and get my, my V2. I'm going to sign up now, mm-hmm. and I'm going to get on the journey. Yes. And so you guys that are watching so were a part of Remar Nurse University, yes. and now you're part of the official success story. Oh, right? yay! Right? And so what I, what I want to say, though, is that we knew this was coming. It's true. It's true. Like, we did, at the beginning of it, we, we said, said, listen, at the end, we're looking for your success, right? And so Nadine, she popped up today and said, hey, yay. pass my NCLEX. Wait, hold on. This hold is up. Monday motivation. Yeah, yeah. She oh, was, okay. I took my NCLEX win. And she actually she took her NCLEX Friday. Friday was what? Uh, your birthday. On my birthday. <laughs> right. All right. So you got And she up. shouted you out in the thing. So Absolutely. you guys were I on need, the same. I need the shout out. You guys were vibing with each All other. Right. Chris, said, I passed. Right. Right. Uh, Nurse Kim. Okay. 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 That's true. Okay. There's Donna. We love it. We love it. Yes. Uh-huh. It's true. Absolutely. All right. There's These are all your all Mark's birthday wishes, you I guys. I love it, guys. I love your success. I love to see it. Mm-hmm. Now, hey, check it out. This was um, uh, um somebody right here. Let me see. How you pronounce her name? Sharish. Sharish? Yeah. Okay. So she took NCLEX on when? She took it on, on your birthday. On my birthday. And uh, I think I also read that she passed in how many questions would you guess? I don't know. She took NCLEX on 714. Yeah. Oh, 85. What? What? I don't know. I don't know. She might have had a typo. I don't know. She said she passed in 83 questions. I'm just no, saying. No, well, it's probably, it's probably 85. It might have been, but she put 83. So I, I saw it. I noticed it. 714, 83. All right. Anyway. Um, congratulations, congratulations, guys. Congratulations. Congratulations. It's true. What Regina is telling you is true. It's not about it's not about the discount. It's about the value that you receive in the product that you're buying. It's true. Right? Yes. It's about the outcome of the service. Does the vacuum doesn't pick up all of the all, all of the crumbs? It didn't. Does it get the goldfish? It didn't. Right. <laughs> like, is it is it giving to you? Like, is it giving? Like, and so when you take a take a review, the question isn't like, all right, is it still on sale? Can I get a discount? Like, no, it, it's can I, is it giving me a nursing license at the end? Definitely. Like, that's, can that's a great I point. get my license yeah. at the end of this the journey? At the end of this journey. At the end of that's, this journey. That's what we're looking for, guys. That's what we're looking mm. for, right? So much, yeah. And so we, you know, talk about the sale, talk about the discounts. You know, we, we've extended the sale. We want to see more of these, right? Um, but at the end of the day, it's about getting your nursing license. Definitely. Right? And so we are so um, grateful, so thankful for everybody who's a part of the Remarners community. Hold yeah, on, you guys just Josh. made him the happiest person. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. I'm talking about on the fifth, quick facts and the V2 is the bomb. Shout out to Josh. Uh, love you, man. Congratulations. Hi, Josh. Love it, love it, love it. Thank you, you really all did. for the birthday shout outs. Definitely. Uh, let me see. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, I passed. Okay. Keep coming two times. There we go. Mm-hmm. There we go. Two times reminder. So that means she passed the mm-hmm. LPN and the RN. Yep. Guys. Yes. I hope you guys are in the 30-day challenge. I hope you guys are using it's your It's on the calendar now. There's no reason why you shouldn't be incorporating that 30-day challenge. Okay? 30-day challenge. So they, they said they need another reminder. She never, yeah, I know, but you you did call it. You said like the beginning of Remarners Versity by the like by July, the- your birthday. We mm-hmm. were gonna have a ton of testimonials. So I and today am- is that day. Today is like, really that where day. Where else, like where else do you see this taking place? Like, where else do you have uh um an instructor or a community of support system where where you go on live and it's predictable that somebody's gonna say, I passed my NCLEX, I got my license. I'm a Remar nurse. Right? Success is oh predictable. Goodness. Success is Guys, predictable. Success is predictable. It with is. the NCLEX V2. Just go ahead and take them inside the V2. Okay. I don't want to talk anymore. Do what you need to do, guys. 
Every time We're you pass, we celebrate. We love it. Let's okay, go. let's go in V2. Happy birthday, Mark, again. So, again, really, guys, if I just show you the calendar, this is the – um, this is the new calendar, but again, this is our process. This is our process here. And this is where I want you to be, whether you are three weeks out from your study date, whether you are four weeks, a month in nursing school, um, you should be watching, reading and answering. It is how you have learned to study your entire life is how you learn to study your entire life, watching something reading something and answering it. So if you have the V2 program, the study calendar is where you are going to start, okay? It's where you're going to start. And then of course you are, you're going to pair that with the lectures. You're going to pair that with the lectures. And so this is how we are building the community. This is how we are making sure that you guys have the support that you need. The videos are not long. This do not have to be a long process, okay? This is about you getting the work done. And most of you, you can do it. The biggest problem that you have is just tell me what to do so I can do it. Like, just let me know what to do. Just give me a structure. Just give me the content. Give me the books and I'll study them. That's where I meet most of you guys. You're at, hey, just tell me what I need. Just tell me what, what book is it? What calendar is it? What program is it? And if you have that mentality, if you have that mentality, you can do anything. You can do anything. It's the people who don't want to do what you are willing to do. Those are the people that end up sitting on the sideline watching other people be successful. And they think it's just some big mystery how they get there. It's not a big mystery. The way to success is the steps. You have to take the stairs. Nobody gets to take the elevator to the top. It's not an easy ride. It is a day-by-day -day getting up, doing what you don't feel like doing, okay? That's the method of success for everybody. I just try to make that a little less uh, confusing by giving you a roadmap of what to do, all right? Content, the first step. Then you do your questions. Then you get into the question bank. You do the work. You build the test, all right? And then you do the computer adaptive exams and you do it all in one place, okay? You do it all in one place. So let's make our mind up. Let's do our determination that we will take the stairs, okay? We're, gonna, we're going to, you know, push through it. Every Monday that you show up, you're taking the stairs. Every Wednesday that you show up, you're taking the stairs, okay? But we see that there are people who come back and say, the stairs lead to the top, okay? The stairs lead to my license. And that's where you want to be. That's where you want to be. You have plans for your life. You want to get there. You want to get the job, take the stairs, okay? Don't try to circumvent this process because you're building your character. And I don't care if you failed in the past. I don't care if you've already spent $1,000, $2,000. I'm asking you for 89 more dollars. I'm asking you for 89 more dollars to get into V2. The investment is there. The quality is there. The time that you will save is there. Okay, so let's do what we have to do. This is Monday motivation across the nation. Okay, across the nation. Get the calendar. It's new. Okay, love it. Spend a lot of time on it. Quick facts. You have to memorize this book. If you want to know where your teaching, where your education comes from, it's here. Okay. It's in here. Question and answer. Get it. Clinical priorities. Get it. Okay. This is half of the program. This is where you get your content that is specific to subjects. In the V2, this is where you learn to see the big picture of nursing. Okay. This is where you learn to see how it all ties together. And that's why I say, I always prioritize those lectures because literally, and especially if you wanna know how to do better on your exit exams in nursing school, okay? If you wanna feel better in nursing school, an NCLEX review will do that for you. An NCLEX review will do that for you. It will help you see the big picture. It will help you critically think. It will help you be able to read. That's what V2 is going to do for you. 
It's going to train you. I like to think that it picks up where nursing school left off. Okay. It picks up where nursing school left off because there's still a period of information that you need to know after graduation to your NCLEX exam. V2 is going to fill that in for you. So remarnurse.com. Okay. Uh, remarnurse.com is where you sign up for V2 at. Um, and my website is very simple. Looks like this. If you go to remarnurse.com, you can sign up for the 30 day challenge right now. If you're not doing anything with Remar, you can do the 30 day challenge. If, and you don't have to spend a dime for it at all. Okay. You just want to join. You just want to be a part of the family. Just sign up for the 30 day challenge. But if you're looking to get into the actual program and do my actual course, go here and you start by clicking on whether you're a registered nurse or a practical nurse. Okay, registered nurse or practical nurse. And you go ahead and you make that decision. Okay. It's very easy to get started. You just got to take the step in there. Okay. And I'm encouraging you today to do that. Thank you guys so much for attending the Monday Motivation How to Pass NCLEX with Gestational Diabetes. Happy birthday, Mark. Happy birthday. We appreciate your uh, your leadership here. Remar, nurse president of this company, um, visionary, elder, chaplain, amazing husband and father. We thank you so much for all that you do. And welcome to 40. Welcome to 40. It's going to be a great journey for us. And I'm excited. I'm so excited. Thank you guys so much for attending class. I'll see you. Guess what? I'll see you again. All right. I'll see you again on Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. I'm there. I'm there encouraging you, motivating you. But this week we will be doing content. We will be doing content. So Wednesday at nine o'clock, I'll see you there. Bye bye, guys.